want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
Well, well. Here it is, Christmas week. Yep. <laughs> um, we kicked the show off with Malignancy mm. with the song Type Zero Civilization. And then after that, we heard Solaco off of their latest EP. The Privilege. That's right. With the song Full Tomb. Um, so fun news about Solaco. They announced on this past Thursday that the Privilege EP is finally out on vinyl. Awesome. Yes. U.S. distribution via Nerve Alter and the Euro distribution via Tentacles Industries. So I think... um, Oh, and Tentacle Industries also has CD, cassette, um, and bundled versions, including T-shirts and buttons. Mm. However, um, limited copies... And we got one. Yeah. <laughs> the final. Yeah. 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 Yep. Very exciting. Yeah. We love our Salako vinyls. Yeah. Yep. And in other fun news. Oh, let me back up. So this is a fun fact too. We actually picked our song list earlier in the week, which we don't normally do. Right. And then they announced on Thursday. So it was just fitting. Yep. That we played an awesome Salako jam off of The Privilege. And we get to announce that they have vinyl out. That's right. Yeah. And our buddy Danny Lilker is finally reissuing his ebook of Perpetual Conversion. Mm. <coughs> Sorry. <There's coughs> Got a frog in my throat. So he was behind that reissue? Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. That's cool. Um, we asked him about it and a lot of people... Are, are interested in it and like trying to get a hold of the actual yeah i really copy. want a book but hey this is a step in the right direction yeah, yeah definitely um but it's on rakuten kobo <laughs> are you saying words kobo well we'll we'll put the link in the show notes and what is it do you know how much oh um it's like 12 or 18 bucks or something let me scroll down it was here. one of those two which is, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a oh, moderate eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, which it's, is, it's a moderate price for an ebook, but it's so worth it though. If you went to yeah, it's it's got great reviews, and if you went to buy the hard copy, it's like what three hundred bucks minimum. Mm, I think it's about five hundred and fifty on Amazon it's right crazy. now. Crazy. And he was like, "Don't do that. I won't be your friend if you do that." <laughs> <laughs> um, but let me just read. A little bit of the synopsis, because this really is a cool book. Mm -hmm. Uh, Perpetual Conversion is called from extensive interviews conducted by author Dave Hoffer with Loker, his family, his peers, and his bandmates, past and present, including personal accounts from Craig of Sick of It All, Barney of Napalm Death, uh, Dave of Municipal Waste, Scott of Anthrax, Gene of Death Dark Angel. Like, it, it just goes on and on and on with people. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Dave Mustaine, like just... Never heard of him. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Dave Mustang. Oh, Mustang. A cowboy or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fun things happening. Fun things. In this also, sucky world. Yeah, also to tie into that ebook, mm-hmm. um, our decibel US black metal hardcover book arrived this week too which is 535 pages of the history up to present day of U.S. black metal, which 
looks like a wonderful book. I've read some articles in it. Well, you opened the page right to Hemlock, it's, right? It, Speaking yeah. of Danny. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, um, they have, you know, a, a kind of a conversation with Danny in the Hemlock um, review in the book. Yeah, I don't know that you had a chance to really read it, though, yet, no. have you? So we'll talk about that later. I've, I've read a couple <laughs> bands in there, but not... I mean, it's 535 pages, so... And we just got it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a cool book. I haven't had yeah. a chance to look it's, through it, but... It's very well written. Cool. And, um, I am looking forward to it. Awesome. I am looking forward to talking about what you read on the show. What you read on the show? What you read on the show from the book. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, I'll read from it weekly like like it's a uh, church. Like I'm reading <laughs> yeah, from the Bible. It's good. <laughs> each each uh, band can be a... Um, <laughs> I don't even know what you call those. <laughs> Not chapters. Yeah. Um, um, hold on, hold on. Verses. Verses, okay. Yes. Um, drew a blank there for a second. So normally on the uh, majorish holidays, we try to throw specials in, mm-hmm. uh, spooky horror for yeah. um, Halloween. Halloween. Uh-huh. We've done Christmas specials, mm-hmm. and we just suck this year with everything going on. We dropped yep. the ball. We only have four days till Christmas. It's just not going to happen. Yep. No smallpox blankets, no nothing. Nothing. We did get an Exodus bonded by blood blanket, though. Which is pretty cool. It is. Not, I don't know. You might have a different opinion, but I think the Iron Maiden blanket is better. Yeah. Maybe because I sleep with it every night. And it's (laughs) bigger. Maybe. But look at those sweet, precious babies on that (laughs) bonded by blood cover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, back to where I was going with that. Since we don't have a Christmas special, and I'm sad that we don't have metal Christmas songs, we mm. are going to play my favorite Christmas song. Oh, yeah. By Spider Kitten mm-hmm. with the song, I Know You Won't Be Home for Christmas.
That's my jam. Yeah. That's like uh, if, if Tom Waits did a metal Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really enjoy Spider Kitten. Yeah. If you check out their catalog, it's extensive for one, and it's very diverse. Yeah. Yep. We played this song last year, yeah? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep, and we got a lot of feedback on it. Yeah, everyone really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I really like it, so. It is a delight. Yeah. Before we forget, I want to wish you a happy winter solstice. Mm, thank you. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> the winter solstice is the shortest day and longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. It occurs between December 20th and December 23rd. Thank you. Happy Candlemas. What is that? Oh, look it up. Um, you know what it is. Remember your pagan roots. <laughs> it's also a National Humbug Day. I'm trying to figure out what this... Recognizes the Ebenezers, the Scrooges, Grinches, who suck the joy out of the holiday season. <laughs> That's I, it. I was going to make a wisecrack. <laughs> no need. Yeah. So there's that. Oh, and it's National French Fried Shrimp Day. French Fried Shrimp. So get your uh, French Fried Shrimp. Okay. And go sit in the dark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for the winter solstice. All right. <laughs> I don't know what French Fried Shrimp yeah, is, yeah, though, do know. you? No. Sounds odd. Sounds like some sling blade shit. Um, some Cajun sling blade. You know, I kind of thought of Cajun, too. That's weird. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Mustard. Um, Americans eat more shrimp than any other... Somebody call a hearst. <laughs> Americans eat more shrimp than any other seafood. Um, I want to know what French is, though. Shrimpin' ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going out of control. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look up a recipe for French fried shrimp. Okay, hold on. Um, flour, sugar, salt, a slightly beaten egg. What are you fucking Rachel Ray over there? <laughs> Come on, what are we doing? <laughs> I wanted to know what a French fried shrimp is. I guess it's just another way to say fried shrimp. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Maybe Grandmama knows.
Ladies and gentlemen, grandma had a mishap. She did. She was making wine and fell while crushing her grapes. Yeah. But luckily, Eric was near yeah. and heard. Yeah, he rushed in. He rushed in. And saved the day. And picked a demo yeah. for us to play so we didn't have to miss out this week. That's right. So Eric, Eric Burke recommended Organism, who is a Buffalo band. Um, I'd never heard of them. Me and neither. So we were able to find the demo. And this was, I think, their only demo from 1994. And we heard the song Picturesque. And according to Metal Archives, which is never, ever wrong. It's always right. Never wrong. <laughs> um, this had Russ from Anthropic on bass and vocals. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Very cool stuff. And thanks for uh, suggesting that, Eric. Yeah, thanks, Eric. And also, Grandma's doing just fine. Yeah, she'll be all right. Yeah. She had the uh, winds knocked out of her sails, but she's good. Yeah. Plenty of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got some trivia questions for you. All right. You ready? Yeah. What kind? Mm, Random. Okay. What is the rarest M&M color? Mm, Blue. Oh. Brown. Brown. Is it? Yep. Who was... uh, What was that Van Halen story about? Was it all the brown M&Ms had to be gone? I don't know. Gone. (laughs) It was some ridiculous thing. Um, that one's silly. And what year were the first Air Jordan sneakers released? Air Jordan. Um, 1984. Yes. Nice. I remember that. that. was a really lucky guess. <laughs> I remember like roughly when they came out. In the game of bingo, which number is... I had British Knights, son. <laughs> Sorry, go He's ahead. So <laughs> In the game of bingo, which number is represented by the phrase two little ducks? I have no idea what you're even talking about. Yeah, me neither. The answer is 22. Yeah, okay. I, that's so irrelevant to me that I don't even know what that means. I've <laughs> played bingo before and I don't, I've never heard that. Hmm. According to Greek... Greek mythology, who was the first woman on Earth? Mm, I should know this. Um, Aphrodite, no. Um, I don't know. It's an app you use. An app? Wow. Um, an app I use. Pocket. Yes, Pocket. Pandora. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Which singer's real name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata? Juan Stefani. No. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really jacking these up. That's all right. Um... Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo are all sons of which American female pop star? Say it again, the names. Kingston, Mm -hmm. Zuma, and Apollo. I feel like I kind of know this, but it's not coming to mind. Gwen Stefani. Oh, man. (laughs) You set me up, motherfucker. 
You motherfucker. <laughs> um, let's see. Where were the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights stored during World War II? Were they stored? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Uh. Hmm. I don't know. Fort Knox. Oh, okay. What is the loudest animal on earth? The loudest animal. The loudest. Um, it's a whale, isn't it? The sperm whale. Yeah. You're pretty smart over there. No, that's like the only thing I got. Ooh, this is a fun one. What was the first toy to be advertised on television? Mm, slinky. Close, Mr. Potato Head. Oh. Um, outside which New York building was John Lennon killed Uh, I know it but it's not coming the Dakota building Uh, the words just weren't there that's alright I couldn't remember what Halloween was earlier so (laughs) (laughs) no judgment we usually have a drink or two when we're recording. Yeah, what'd you put in my coffee tonight? So there's no drinks, <laughs> and we're fucking shot to shit. <laughs> Who would have thought? All right, you want to go into a couple songs? Yeah. Okay. What do you got over there? Uh, first up is Scour with the song Propaganda off of the Black EP. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Italy's Till Die with the song, The Gray Man.
nice stuff. Yes. So I wanted to talk about, this is fairly random. Okay. But a couple. Like this entire episode. Yeah, a bunch of mashed up <laughs> stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of terms that are used mostly in like science and medicine. Um, well, the second term is, is used all over the place, but they're kind of manipulated, misinterpreted, misused, or, um, I don't know, misrepresented. Okay. Um, so the first one is genetic, the term genetic. Okay. And the context is like, have you ever heard, this is from uh, HowStuffWorks.com, by the way. Oh, nice. Good sight. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard about a rare form of cancer or another unusual disease and asked whether it was genetic? Chances are you are really wondering if it was passed down from a parent, inherited, as opposed to occurring out of the blue. The word genetic simply means of or relating to the genes. All cancer, in fact, is, is genetic. Um, and that they develop as a result of gene mutations, but only 5 to 10% are hereditary or caused through uh, by genetic changes passed down from one generation to the next. Huh. Um, most of the rest, 70 to 80%, are known as sporadic cancers and are the result of genetic changes that occur during our lifetimes. So... Is so it, genetic doesn't necessarily mean you're getting it from your parents. It doesn't at all mean that. It means it's related to genes. So it has nothing to do with hereditary. Very interesting. Yeah, but we everyone uses it that way. Yes. And I think even the doctors, when they're asked that, they answer it with that. Using it context. that way. Yeah. 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 Um, the next one is... I thought was interesting too is percent and it says we all know that percent a percent is one part of a hundred but things get confusing when we talk about percentages without putting them in context for example a recent report warned that Caucasian women who get five or more blistering sunburns before the age of 20 have an 80% increase in the chance of developing melanoma. 80% sounds huge, but since the American Cancer Society estimates the risk of developing melanoma at around 2% for women, an 80% increase puts the new risk at about 3.6%. So original was 2% up to 3.6%. So the absolute risk increased by 1.6 percentage points. So where do they get 80% from then? Weren't you listening? So they're saying the original, <laughs> the original risk was 2%. Right. But 80% increase of 2% oh, increases gotcha. it 1.6% more. But they make it sound scary. Exactly. That's the whole point of this. And this article goes on to say about um, how they use it in marketing, too. Um, marketers are also masters at using percentages to sell products and ideas. 
30% fewer calories, 10% whiter. Uh, but quoting percentages without understanding where they came from can lead to all kinds of misinformation. Yeah, like 10% of what? Right. Um, case in point, you've probably heard the myth that 50% of U.S. marriages end in divorce. The National Center for Health Statistics arrives at that figure by comparing the an annual marriage rate per 1,000 people to the annual divorce rate. But since people divorcing in any given year are not the same people who married that year, looking at the numbers for any one year really doesn't tell us anything. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Manipulation. Yeah. And misrepresentation. Indeed. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. That that was our nerdy segment of yep. of the week. Let me push my glasses up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually have them on, so I'm surprised I was able to read that. Yeah, I, you know, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. All right, we got to play some songs? Yes. Okay. What are we hearing? First, we're going to hear Insect Inside with For the Glory of a Swarm. And then we're going to go into Macabre Demise with Mush Brains off of their January release, Awakening. <laughs>
Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. And you're listening to Grim Dystopia, metal for your filthy earballs. Go and dig it in your pocket. You are. Thanks to lifestyle.howstuffworks.com, I am going to share with you the hilarious history of the mullet. (laughs) All right. 
Uh, so what is a mullet? It may be an oft-quoted cliche, but there's simply no simpler way to describe the mullet than business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> um, according to the Oxford English Dixon- Dictionary, yes, the word mullet is in the dictionary. Mm. The legendary Beastie Boys might be responsible for popularizing the term. On the track Mullethead from their 1994 album Ill Communication, they rap, You want to know what's a mullet? Well, I got a little story to tell about a hairstyle that's a way of life. Have you ever seen a mullet wife? (laughs) One year later, the group's Mike D. wrote in the magazine Grand Royal that the song lyrics reference the fish of the same name. Mm Mm-hmm. The mullet fish basically has no neck and a fish rots from the neck down. So that may be where the slang derives from. Mm. But that the fish is a party animal. <laughs> but the mullet itself had a life long before the Beastie Boys name checked it. Mm. And while most people may associate the specific style with the 1980s and early 90s, the mullet reputation dates back to an era long before Saved by the Bell and Full House. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I remember when it was called a hockey player haircut. Really? Yeah. I think the hockey players had that. Like, I don't know. That's the first, like, I don't know, in the sports that I saw it, I think. Huh. Um, so my mullet was business in the front, party in the back. Vomit on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a question for you after you finish up. Okay. So where does that leave us today? Believe it or not, mullets are still very much a thing and not just on the heads of big cat owners of the South like Joe Exotic. My professional experience dealing with mullets is that I do not like cutting traditional ones, but the rocker mullets are fun to cut, says, says Mr hairstylist and colorist Annette, founder and owner of San Francisco's lavish hair and makeup studio. Um, blah, 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 blah. So in conclusion, go forth and mullet if your heart so desires, but understand that you may very well encounter some strong opinions as your hair blows in the breeze. <laughs> All right, so if when we met, if I had a mullet... Would we be having this conversation right now? Ooh. Yes, dear. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, your mullet was pretty fantastic. <laughs> you had like this luscious, curly, long. Thanks. We might be like arguing over the hairdryer though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> so anyone listening to this that has not heard... Wesley Willis, cut the mullet. You need to go check it out. (laughs) Also listen to Rock and Roll McDonald's. (laughs) And Bolt Thrower. Okay. Anything else? He had a lot of hits. (laughs) Rest in peace, Wesley. All right. You want to go into our last segment? Yeah. I'm excited about this last segment. I mean, I was about all of our segments, but... This um, this first band that we're going to be playing, mm-hmm. the as I termed it last week, penultimate band of the episode. Yes. <laughs> um, I remember this band from the late 90s. 
and thought they were cool then did not know they were still around and they're even better now and i really like the song that you picked to play oh thank you yeah very cool all right so first up first up is bloodstained dusk from alabama this is black metal at its finest and we're going to hear the song Worship and Disintegrate. And then we are ending with Spell of Nariti from New Mexico with Invoker of Malediction. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't let your Joshua trundle. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> God is here.
Yeah.